Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. This all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Welcome to the Power Moves P-Mail Bag, episode 14. Joining me in the hot seat, gnarly Zach. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. All right. Uh, we're going to start off right into the show. And again, thank you for those five-star reviews. Keep hitting that Patreon, and we'll keep getting that content out. There, do a nice quick promo. Push it out. I got a question from Daddy Thorzul, which is one of my cool favorite. Name. Yeah, Thorzul. Thorzul. That's his uh, Twitter handle. Hey, guys, just wanted to tell you about a friendship adventure that involved the Power Moves podcast. A couple of weeks ago, a bunch of us baseball card collectors were able to meet up in Chicago for the National Sports Collectors Convention. Oh, that sounds fun. It's a big hang of just card nerds. Right? Time. No, that's just the best. After the card show, some of us would gather for drinks, card talk, and a good time. See? Good time. Through our online interaction, several of us have become big fans of the show. Appreciate that. Woo woo. That was, uh, I appreciate some nice card people uh, getting into the program. Uh, uh, big fans of the show and have tried to spread the gospel. And I appreciate that as well because word of mouth is the best way to spread this show around. If you got, if you got man, you got buddies, get them into the show, man. Because there's a lot to talk about. You can dispute things. You got all these stories to talk about. We talked about on the on the uh, the flagship program last week. We talked about uh, the guy who shot a uh, shot his dick, and then uh, the the bullet went through his ball bag. <laughs> racist dude. The racist racist Dave. No, what do we call him? One nut having ass. Oh man. I mean that's that's just no dick. that's just good times to talk about over <laughs> some baseball cards. Um, in fact, many of us were catching up on episodes during our travels from all around the country on the way to the convention. Having listened to every episode of the podcast, we have picked up hints here and there that Mike is a bit of a baseball card collector himself. That is true. Could you spare some time to share a little bit about your card collection? Like, who do you collect? Who do you keep up with uh, on the hobby? And uh, what are you actively collecting now? Stuff like that. The daddies and lady daddies. Yes, there are a few, and our little community would appreciate it. Keep it loose and conversational. Thorzul. Thorzul, let it be known, dude. I collect um, mainly PSA 10-graded 80s baseball cards and basketball cards. Uh, I, I, I don't have everything that I want, but I, it's an effort to buy back my childhood and... Uh, uh, I also keep Lucy's, you know, anything that's not graded. I have, uh, I still have my childhood collection um, and things that I've purchased along the way. Just, just some stuff that I've grabbed off eBay. I went really hard a couple years ago, and uh, usually that that heats up a little bit more when I'm a little more uh, loose with the cash. But uh, right now, that's <laughs> I got a pause button on that. But uh, yeah, if uh, if anyone comes over and they're into baseball cards, trust. That uh, that collection is coming out. Uh, I've got some '70s stuff also, but mainly '80s uh, '80s uh, um, PSA tens, 
something that I really want that I don't have, just earmarked, are uh, Eric Davis rookies, 85 Eric Davis rookies. And uh, I still don't have a Conseco rookie. I do not have as well a uh, Ken Griffey Jr. upper deck rookie. Um, that's something that I never wanted that bad, but I'd like to complete have that in the in the rotation just to have it, I guess. Um, I'd also like a, a 86 uh, Don Russ Wally Joyner would be would be a beautiful thing to have, I think. Um, also, a big Don Manningly fan. Don Manningly is my is my favorite uh, uh, baseball player of all time. And as a kid, and now I I, I had more Don Manningly cards than. Uh, anything else and you brought me over a little gift a couple couple shows ago you brought me a little stack of cards i gave you that uh jose fernandez i want to say it was yeah mini allen and ginter card uh, one of five with a sharpie written on the back of it yeah and i want to did i give you a puig garment i think you might have given me a puig and now it's like that's out of 10 i have i think six i gave you six and i have eight back at home wow i think i got into it when uh I found out that you could buy them on eBay, and there's a, there's a bit of a recession. And the reason I started to buy uh, baseball cards was that people with I figured out that people with uh, like kids, yeah, they had to sell off their collections because they had to pay. Yeah, they got to pay. For didn't shit. have a job. They got to buy diapers and shit. And, and at the time, I was just crashing on a couch, paying two hundred dollars a month in Echo Park, just fucking sniping. So deals. like, I was just sniping deals, just bid, 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 and get up at six a.m. to check that bid, man. And if you want it, <laughs> and then I'd be just waiting for it. I'd have them all shipped to work. I remember one day, it's I, like I, Christmas. It is, and I I wasn't even at. Work. I, I skateboarded all the way there because I had a an eighty two the tri panel Cal, uh, Cal Ripken Jr. I think that's a PSA nine. Uh, I couldn't afford the ten, but I, I I got all the way there. And my boss is like like What are you doing here? I'm like Did the mail come? Did Where's the mail, mail come? Did the mail come? I'm like Ooh, oh my god! And just got looked at like I was an idiot. It's just like I skateboarded all the way home like three miles just looking at that thing every five minutes, getting it out like, holy shit, I never fucking owned this before. But uh, yeah, I, I, I absolutely love baseball cards and I love, uh, and also 86 Fleer basketball. Um, again, those are a little bit more rare. Uh, so I usually have to get an eight or a nine. I think I have a nine Dominique Wilkins um, That's and the rest of them are all eights. I do not have a Jordan, of course. Uh, but I have a good bit of of those as well. Let's get into a story, gnarly. Let's do it, dude. This is called Pizza Phone Sexy. Whoa. <laughs> What's up, Dad? Is name's Rick. I'm a dad boner fan from way back. I appreciate that. Been loving the podcast and the female bag, so I thought I might send in a story about my buddy Mikey from high school. To set the scene, it's a night. It's an it's 1990 in a public. Uh, high school. Mikey was the kind of kid that got bored easily in school, so he would do stuff to amuse himself during class. Basically, he would give stupid answers, ask ridiculous <laughs> questions, and just be an all-around smartass. Needless to say, he got sent to the dean's office quite a bit. Yeah, I did that. I was a, I was a fucking prick in, in high school because I came up with this theory that if you're reading a, uh, a work of fiction and it is a uh, it's uh it's it's made up so there's uh there's no way to know what the author actually meant it's not factual you're smart so i was like why can't what did this person want by doing this you know let's say just for a general question i was like 
well, this is what I think he wanted. So how can I be wrong? And Are I was going to grade me on this. And I was in AP English. You know, I've uh, yeah. always been good at 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 writing and and well to an extent. <laughs> but uh, but I, I I would always I would get good grades and I would always get A's. But once in a while I'd pick like one one question. I'd just go off on this rip. <laughs> it's like the, uh, we were in the Grapes of Wrath and they're asking what the uh, it was like one of the questions in the test was what are the skitters, and I was like. Um, was the skitters are uh, something that people in the Dust Bowl, when they go and pick peaches, they, uh, they'd get the shits because they'd be poor and they just <laughs> only eat peaches. Yeah, it just runs right through they them. They constantly have, have the skitters. And I was like, well, they're like Skittles, but they make you take a huge shit. And I was just like, <laughs> the, the teacher marked it correct and then drew like a smiley face and was like, all right, I'll give you that. I see you. Try not and use the word shit <laughs> in school, though, please. That's that Steinbeck classic. Man, that's a school teacher. Man, I hate that book. <laughs> I hate that movie, and I hate that book. It's a real fucking snooze. But I, you know, it's sometimes you gotta gut through the shit in school to be a fucking well-rounded person, I guess. One day in our history class, which was taught by the aforementioned dean, who we'd call Mr. Brown, who we'll call Mr. Brown. Now, Mr. Brown was a hard-ass, old-school Marine kind of guy, so he wouldn't put up with Mikey's crap in class. As soon as Mikey got called on. And he made a remark about Port Pearl Harbor being caused by FDR sleeping with the Japanese <laughs> prime minister's wife. <laughs> Brown, Mr. Brown told him to go get out and go to his office. Go to the office. Mikey complied, expecting Mr. Brown to follow him shortly after finding another teacher to cover. He didn't do so, continuing to teach the class until the bell rang 40 minutes later. At lunch, my buddy told me that what he had done while waiting for Mr. Brown and why he now had a week of detention instead of just a day or two. All right, so we had to go to Mr. Brown's office while Mr. Brown is watching the class. You see, Mikey waited patiently for Mr. Brown in his office for about five minutes. <laughs> Once he realized he wasn't going to be coming anytime soon, Mikey got bored and decided to make a few calls using the phone on Mr. Brown's desk. Yeah, Mikey's cool, man. Man, you got to use that phone. You got to. First, he called and tried to order a pizza delivery, but it was 10 a.m., so they weren't open. <laughs> then he called the local video store and asked what movies had come out that, that week. Next, he called a phone sex line <laughs> yes. that, you, that you used to see uh, advertised on late-night TV or the, on the back of free newspapers you used to find all over the place. Yeah, we still have those in Los Angeles. Those are, um, those are, what, uh, those are like uh, free porno for what I've discovered are for the homeless population. You'll see them reading yeah. them and checking out like the free boobs and stuff, just yeah. like it's the just like it's the paper because they don't have a phone. That's their uh, like sunshine. That's you know their, I mean? Yeah, that's their spank. That's their spank material. Good on them. You know, you know those are important to have out there. Got to man. Got to. That call only lasted a few minutes. He wouldn't go into detail about it, but said he if he talked to a live girl. Finally, he called Sam Goody and struck up a conversation with the clerk about music. Uh, that he was still on when Mr. Brown came in the door. He was debating the merits of Ozzy with Randy Rhodes versus Ozzy with Zach Wilde. <laughs> like Needless to say, Mr. Brown was not thrilled. Perhaps he uh, preferred Jake E. Lee with Ozzy. What are, you, are, you, are you Zach Wilde or are you uh, Randy Rhodes? I gotta go Randy Rhodes. This is the original. It is the original. And you know, there's a lot of great Randy Rhodes stuff. 
And he died like pretty badass in a badass way, right? Like flying that plane. He, fly, he, he crashed into a plane by Ozzy's house. They saw it happen. They're like, he went up for a plane ride. It's a rocker shit, dude. It's the ultimate rocker it's, shit. I'm going to fly this fucking plane. Uh, what, like the story was he trying to get really close to it, like try to fly over it. Didn't pull up quick enough or and some Ozzie shit. Ozzy loved Randy more than anyone. Ozzy loved Randy Rhodes so much that he would let him have sex with Sharon, uh, his wife. <laughs> He's like, I love you. Man. My wife is your wife. Like, it's not Zach Wilde's fault, but you're trying to replace like that guy. You right. You know what I mean? Well, then there's Jakey Lee. Jakey Lee is like, uh, uh, shit. It's the like uh, Diary of a Madman, I think, is Jakey Lee. He's with the group for two years, and then he, then he gets uh, he gets booted. I always in my brain, I always thought it was it was straight to Zach Wild, but this Jakey Lee dude Those comes just in. Big ass shoes to fill, man. Yeah, Sharon fired him, of course. Mister LeBron was not thrilled and took the receiver from Mikey's hand, hanging up before asking about Mikey's behavior. Mikey's reply: "You need to get laid. You're too wound up." Mikey's fucking cool. Man. I like Mikey. <laughs> This guy's bananas. Like he knows that dude won't hit him. Also, he's got hard opinions on uh, on Ozzy Osbourne. Shout guitarists. out to that fucking dude working at Sam Goody who was just like humoring him, yeah. getting into that. That was oh, probably yeah. some cool like fucking eighteen year old dude just working the desk. <laughs> I'll talk about this. The fuck. <laughs> Sadly, nothing came of the of the detention because Mikey was told that he was no longer welcome at our school a week later Whoa. when he threw a slushy off the roof onto the principal's car for a science experiment. Quote yeah. unquote. My Mikey gives no fuck. Oh, man, this guy. See, there's all these kids in, in school like that. They were like the best entertainment. Well, I hope like, Mikey's doing all right. As long as he ain't hurt he's not nobody. Dead. This guy I hope just he's got like, a cool job right now. He's just doing fun shit. Yeah, he's fucking entertaining everybody. He went to a special school for delinquents from which he graduated as the salutatorian in a class of two. Fuck. <laughs> he came in second in <laughs> class. Sorry for the length. Thanks again for a great podcast. I'm always looking forward to the weekend. And uh, see, I love that story. That's uh, that brings me back, man. Just being Mikey's friends got to be so tight too. Like, right? What's Mikey gonna do? We had a kid like that named Steven, and his legs were like his toes were pointing towards each other. Like pigeon toes. Yeah, like super pigeon toed, and like he just always do like really foul shit. Like fuck with the teacher. He had a weird head too. <laughs> and like we had more. I went to Catholic school. We had morning prayers, so you have to walk out. And I have this distinct memory of him. We'd walk out on two lines, and he's going, and he's kind of lagging behind. The teacher tells him to run. So he starts running. Because he's pigeon-toed, you just hear him yell, the ground's getting closer. And he, like, <laughs> fell face first, like, right to the fucking floor. He was so tight, man. I, Steven Duran, <laughs> shout out. Also, first kid I saw pubes on. He was, like, the first one in the class, tight. maybe in the sixth grade, that had pubes. And <laughs> yeah. he just, like, kept showing everybody. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, so bummed out. Oh, so we had like um we, we went to went to a camp. It was like Camp Wolverine or something for two days. Yeah. And I think it was I forget, seventh or eighth grade or sixth grade, whenever people get pubes and like you had to take showers with everyone and like one dude had like full pubes and it was like whoa and it was it wasn't like weird to stare at his dick it was just like fuck man those those are so fucking cool (laughs) your dick's so fucking cool yeah i remember dude this dude shit was all nappy too but fuck it was crazy yeah but it's like you're like wow now you know i I can't get that shit trimmed down as much (laughs) like four (laughs) 
Oh yeah, that was weird when you just have partial pubes. You just had like, like this. that fucking like the full would have like the four uh, like chin hairs. Right, it was just on my dick just and baby fine. <laughs> Not shaving them, just leaving them there. Yeah, growing them out, combing cool. them. So cool. Man. Check out my pubes. Can't wait to show some babes. I got five now. In like ten years, <laughs> I got five. Oh, five pube, five pube gnarly. <laughs> so now I, I just triggered some shit in my head. It's bumming me out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the I did a lot of shit in high school, but I started to get more experimental with acting like an asshole. This isn't like a wild story or anything, but I towards the end of senior year, I got this idea in my head that the ultimate sign of uh, chaos was if I was to just get up in the middle of class while teaching, while the teacher was teaching, yeah, s- slowly, quietly walk up to the board, take a piece of chalk out of the teacher's hand like yoink, <laughs> draw a big anarchy symbol over all of the, uh, it was a math class, over everything, and then turn to the class and just start doing air guitar <laughs> until I was physically taken out of class. Oh, that's so tight. And I, I just, I thought about this. I, I like thought about this for weeks and I was like, man, it's be, what happened? What would happen if I did that? Would I like, what, what would really happen? I get like suspended for the day. Like it wouldn't be that bad. No, it was just, it's harmless. It's just like, and then depending on the teacher, they just be like, sit the fuck down. We had one really bad kid. And the reason that we had this teacher, his name was Mr. Horny. Horny. Yeah. That's not ideal. No, he's fucking, he's set up to fail in that fucking line of work. Look just like Ned Flanders, but, um, wore was a, was like a freshman baseball coach and he wore the super tight short shorts, like super tight with the knee high socks, the big mustache and the glasses. And his name was Mr. Horny. Mr. Horny sounds kind of sketch. And nah, he, nah, he just fucking like, he's just a fucking guy, man. But it was just, he was in a bad situation. The reason he had to teach this class was because we had the last nun in the school. Like, it was Catholic school. Yeah. And his name was Sister Connie. And the bad kid, Chris, who sat behind me, um, he would sit with his head, like, buried behind my back. And... Every time she'd turn her back, he'd say, Sister Connie wants to fuck. <laughs> and then she'd just turn around. Kristen? No. Chris, is that you? And he's like, it's not me. It's not me. Be like, it's Burns. I'm like, it's obviously not me. It's obviously not me. She'd turn around. Sister Connie wants to fuck. <laughs> Bye, huh, Kristen. No. This. It's not me. It's not me. Turn around. Again, over and over and over. Finally, she had to go to the fucking insane asylum. So Mr. Oh. Horny had to come in and teach the class, and she never came back. And that was a bad kid. He was mentally abusing. So I, you know, a little anarchy <laughs> symbol and then some air guitar. I thought it was pretty tame. I did get kicked out. And then uh, I think that my, my counselor was cool and liked me, and he was like, just don't do that again. I think I got detention for like a day. Leave Mr. Horny alone, man. Poor Mr. Horny. Man, Mr. Horny never got the Mr. Horny wants to fuck. <laughs> Imagine being his son. Like, How come you never change your last name, Dad? Oh, there's a bunch of uh, horny boys in uh, in in my high school. Like a lot of the like jock athletes, he was part of that family. Whoa! So like those dudes, you you do not fuck with those guys. There's twins. Don't mess with the hornies, man. No, you do not. You do not <laughs> fuck with those guys. Those are guys like yeah. You go ahead, go ahead, try and make fun of one of these dudes. I put an accent you're, mark you're over one beat. of these. Horny, fucking real beat in a bad way. 
This story next is, uh, I didn't read it ahead of time. I, I just barely skimmed it. Sometimes I'll read them and try and do it like a little, a little editing. But this, this I, I really, really, I think it has a lot of potential. It's called The Ballad of Hot Tub Johnny. Whoa. I mean, come on. Hot Tub Johnny's got a cool ring to you can't it, beat You can't beat the title on this one. Going to Hot Tub Johnny's. I wanted to write a tale of one of my closest friends, a former small-town legend that is now settled in the monotony of fatherhood, his 40s, and 401ks. But as with most of us, there was a time. Oh, was there a time. This is the Ballad of Hot Tub Johnny. I'd tell you how he got that name, but it's probably the least interesting thing about him. But fuck, man. Hot Tub Johnny is a fucking sweet-ass name. Yeah, I want to know about the name, if he can send that in later or something. It starts outside of Boston in late 1990s with a man of very humble beginnings, a true projects rat whose mom was a diner waitress and his dad was a feared mob arm breaker who once shot his friend's golden retriever for eating his roast beef sandwich. Sounds like the Ice Man, dude. Yeah, yeah, it does. In all fairness, it was from Kelly's, and most people from Boston would find this uh, behavior reasonable. <laughs> I did look up the this Kelly's place. Yeah, I've not had it. Uh, it. They claimed that they're the first like roast beef sandwich place in America. That's a bold o- statement. Opened in 1951. They've been open since then, so it's like real Arby's. It's like it's like fucking that Arby's barbecue sauce. Thin sliced, real rare roast beef, and then oh, like man. a poppy seed roll, man. It looks fucking dynamite. It sounds badass. Yeah, it does. Like his old man, Hot Tub is a strong man. Literally a strong man. He won New England's strongest man competition as a heavyweight. Fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you don't fuck with this guy. While impressive, I can assure you his most impressive accomplishment is surviving his early 20s while in college and holding the title of New England's poorest man. What? What the fuck? <laughs> Some highlights, man. These, this family, man. They're living in the projects. They're his strong dad's a mom. His dad's a a mob arm breaker. That's his job. Is he not getting paid to break arms? What's happening? I don't think. I think that's low on the totem pole. I think you should get like flipped twenty. Oh, and man. Some highlights from uh, Hot Tub Johnny. He was. And almost, he has almost an X Men like ability to transform physically. He frequently moves between 200 and 300 pounds in a matter of months through binge drinking, bad living, and hard times, that is. Damn. <laughs> Man. <laughs> During one, uh, one great metamorphosis, he famously ate a dozen donuts from Dunks. Enough coffee to stop a heart for breakfast, then a full blooming onion and several pounds of prime rib for lunch. What the fuck? It's like we're talking a four-hour span? Washed it down with several domestics, of course. His, the belly was a brewing, you guys, and an emergency pit stop has required was required on Route 9 for non-locals. It's basically a four-lane high-speed highway with random crosswalks and almost no ability to pull a Yui. In his state of intestinal crisis, and the road as it is, his only option was to cross all four lanes to go to a gas station to do his worst. Usain Bolt would draw the ire of famously impatient townies, much less a huge idiot who is doing the comically slow tightrope shit shuffle, (laughs) needed to not spill his guts in the road. He could have easily suffered the same fate as that golden retriever if it were during rush hour. God oh, my damn. God. 
Jesus <laughs> driving. Number two, when you've gained roughly 70 pounds in three, in three months and have no money for new clothes, you end up really pushing the elastic limits of denim. During a night of serious drinking, we all heard a sudden loud audible ripping noise and the look on his face said it all. His only pair of jeans, <laughs> poor, poor hot tub Johnny, oh, his only pair of jeans that he could still squeeze on ripped straight across the ass and leg. <laughs> While many people would look at a poor boy losing only his pants as tragedy, he and his dickhead friends viewed this as a new money-making opportunity. <laughs> We cut them into an extraordinary pair of Daisy Dukes that looked pretty dynamite with a 300-pound man poured God into damn. them. Naturally, we passed a hat to all partygoers for the show. <laughs> I, I'm paying up for this. I want to see whatever this show is. Our shit-faced Tragic Mike was really feeling it and started getting down with his best moves, including a modified peener and dropping it like it's hot. You're catching up on the dad boner story, aren't you? Yes, I have, am. Have dude. you have you heard about the peener? I, I don't think I've gotten there yet. Oh, that's a dance Carl invents. He gets an, he, uh. it's where he just thrusts his dick around. And he starts doing it like at Chili's <laughs> and gets kicked out. <laughs> Standing behind him, we had a good laugh. But every time he would get a, get low, people would start screaming like that skinny dingbat in The Shining. <laughs> that's a good reference. When he finally turned around to make sure we all got our money's worth, we noticed the cause for alarm. Apparently, he was going commando, and with every squatting move, his horrible nutsack would squeeze out of the side of his jean shorts like a flesh-colored balloon that got stepped on. <laughs> it really summoned some deep and primal frights for the group of friends, acquaintances, and babes in the attendance. <laughs> The final story I'll save for the sequel involves how much money it would take to get a 20-year-old hot tub Johnny to eat a fistful of those poisonous silica gel packs. Jesus. You find when you buy a new jacket or backpack. Not to play spoiler, but it costs the exact same amount of a four horseman shot. <laughs> what? For non-degenerates, that's a tumbler glass filled with equal parts Johnny Walker, Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, and uh, Jameson, and no ice. Why pick out your poison when you can have all of them? Hope you enjoyed this story. Really looking forward to the weekend. Daddy Quiggs. God damn. Wow. What a what a show, gnarly. We got to learn about we got hot we got a fucking new gang members. Hot tub Johnny. Fucking coming hard. Hot tub Johnny's no joke. No, you got Mikey. God damn. I want to see. I want something. I want to see. Mikey's fucking insane. Yes. But can you imagine putting Mikey and Hot Tub Johnny together as a crew? Oh, that's a good hang. Oh, man. We're going to have a good time. And they hopefully Mikey like, has a sweet-ass job, and he's just like really cool or nice to and, uh, Hot Tub Johnny. Well, Hot Tub Johnny is also... Uh, he won New England's strongest man competition as a heavyweight, so no one's going to fuck with him. Yeah, I like to imagine he's not paying for food in certain establishments. Right. And I, I like to think that uh, Hot Tub Johnny, not, he would uh, he'd take care of us. He's got like the mob. It's, it's, yeah, it's his dad good. breaks arms. And I'm sure uh, Hot Tub Johnny knows how to do that. So that way Mikey can do all this wild shit. Wild Mikey shit that yeah, Mikey you got the, wants you got to the do. Enforcer with us, right? And then we got fucking Hot Tub Johnny, who's gonna like clean up the mess should oh, anything man. get made. 
What a great show. Thank you so much, Daddies. Just beautiful stories. We're just going to do two today. Not only Zach, I want to thank you for being on the program once again. Always fun to ride with you, dog. Thanks for having me, woo, man. Woo. Appreciate it. Woo, woo. Uh, if you want to go ahead, hit those five-star reviews. I appreciate it. You want to join the Patreon, you can see more of uh, antics like this, including the uh, Midwestern Nightmare stories that I'm pumping out. I'm going to put out a new one. Well, I guess it's still last week right now, but it'll go up tomorrow in the past. So... Yeah, do the math on that. I'm not good at it, apparently, as you heard by me just drawing. Algebra it. one, all four years of high school for me, man. Right. That's a. I'm more. I'm more of a draw the anarchy symbol on the chalkboard <laughs> and get kicked out of class kind of guy. What a ride, party. Bless you, daddies. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves.